0: We'll <laughs> be about the Phillies and now we've got answers spring training kick-started with answers to many lingering questions for many of us around the Phillies fan base and us covering the team welcome to PHY Phillies podcast Tyler Zuli, Jamie Lynch Renee Washington we will have our very own John Foley joining us live from down in Clearwater to give us an update on things in spring training I see Chris Lemmer congratulations number one first comment here in the books you win the day, Chris. Uh will Mickey Dave. Happy Thursday everybody. Happy day 2. I feel like we should also start a countdown for how many days into spring training we are. <laughs> happy day No. No, okay. I don't think we need <laughs> that. Happy day 2, of spring training, guys. 42 <laughs> days into opening day, and the most exciting things in my opinion were that we got to see here and it feels like we can now finally feel the essence of what the 2024 season is going to be for the Phillies because Between Rob Thompson and Zach Wheeler and different comments that have come out, things that John has been updating us on, a lot of answers that we got in the last 24 hours since we last joined you guys. So let's dive right into it because we've got plenty to talk about today on this Thursday, and we've been doing a good job, if you've noticed, being around that hour mark, and today should be the same. All right, let's start things off. Now, we had (sighs) Rob Thompson's press conference yesterday. Uh, John Foley did a great job recording it. If you missed it, you can watch it back on YouTube, on our YouTube channel, uh, where he's sharing a lot of nuggets and information. He's talking about the lineup. He's talking about Zach, Yoro, Marsh. He's getting into the new faces, the new guys. Um, You know, I think the top things that jumped out at me that I took away from it, and we'll talk more specifically about Zach because uh, he had some comments of his own, is that overall, the, the whole feeling around this group is, he was mentioning it feels like a college team. Where everybody's coming in, they've got you know they've got the high energy, they're excited, they're you know looking forward to competing. They've got the chemistry, the continuities there, and without having the WBC, that's a big part of this start of a spring training. Uh, that the first day was just learning how much they've been working in the off season and getting back to work and really easing in. That they really kind of want them at 75% in this first week, uh, especially as pitches and catches i reported before the rest of the team gets there before they fully go full throttle, Jamie.
1: Yeah. Rob Thompson even said like, this is one of the three weeks of the year that kind of makes mm-hmm. me nervous because uh, you know, the intensity level goes up. They go from, you know, soft toss into hard toss in. And uh, as they ramp up here in camp, he basically was like, just don't have any injuries this week. And I consider I like that, that a win, you know, there's not a whole lot of positions up for grabs here. We'll get into some of the names in free agency and the, the latest rumors with all those, but I I took away from it. Like he believes he has a really good baseball team. And after last year and losing Reese and having Ranger injured to start the year and having all those WBC uh, guys affected by it, he just wants to have an easy first week of camp where nobody gets injured. uh, And that would be a big success. So it it appears that's what he was most nervous about was just guys hurting their arms.
0: Yeah, and I liked what he was saying. He just—he's always calm, cool, and collected. Very mild mannered. Um, I know. Also, in the chat, you guys are mentioning our new setup here. Yes, we do have some new, our very own logo. I got a little uh, thumbs up for
1: that new logo. Yes,
0: huh? because I'm glad you noticed. I wasn't going to say it. I had to wait till you guys pointed it out. And in the chat, I did see um, Will as you were the first person I saw to make a comment about it. Of course, they're commenting on Jamie and your Starbucks. It's
1: not Starbucks. Um, it's a small business today.
0: Oh, it's not Starbucks. It's Mateens.
1: It's a little uh, oh, French trench There you straw go, guys. Now he's
0: supporting small businesses. Mm. That's a win. Yeah. All right. There you go. Yeah. So it's not Starbucks, everybody. Yeah. It's a small business that she is supporting. Uh, the girls
1: were driving me crazy today. We were a little late out the door, didn't get my coffee, had to come oh. right from school, you know. Yeah. Yeah,
0: so. one of those days. Yeah, we'll I, definitely don't drink too much. We'll I've spray. done a good
1: job. I think you would even give it to me. Um,
0: I, I will give you credit, Jamie. I will. You know, if we were doing a count up from how many times you've done well with making your own Starbucks, now or, and late, I mean, your own coffee. No, I know, it's impressive. Pretty good. Pretty good. And the fact that you have continued it into February and instead of just like dropping the ball one week in the 2024, Yay, you're, a to- you're a totally different man this year. You know, yeah. you've, you've changed so much from last year. I'm, a- totally. I'm very impressed. All right, I don't even recognize so, myself. I know. I don't I don't recognize you, Jamie. Don't know who this guy is, guys. Uh, and thank <laughs> you for the comments again on the P H O Y words that we have here. You could see our logo in 3D. All right. So, as you mentioned, the health of the team has been something that Rob talked about. With that, he also was mentioning different guys. Ranger, he said, looked really good. He good. mentioned that Aaron Nola is just Aaron Nola. You know, he was asked about how. Aaron Nola has come into things. He's like, listen, regardless how much Nola's being paid, uh, he actually made a little comment, which I chuckled at too. Uh, that he was like, I was like, is this some personality that we're getting from Rob? He's like, Nola feels like a million bucks, and you're like, haha, he gave a little laugh after. But he oh. said, no, he's great. That Nola is someone he's, he never changes. He's always going to bring you the same Aaron Nola, regardless if it's spring training. Playoffs, regardless how much he's being paid, uh, regardless of the situation. So Aaron Nola's come back in as the also mild-mannered Aaron Nola, and then uh, some other quick things before we get into the biggest parts of what he was mentioning. He was talking about outside of the five starters. Who else? He mentioned mentioned Colby Allard. He said Nick Nelson's looked very good. He said Buchanan, who we just got back. Um, he mentions has been able to bring that professionalism. He's smart. He knows how to pitch. He's got a decent arm. He's got experience. And Rob is saying he doesn't think he's going to scare easy. So positives there. And then even for Spencer, who we saw uh, Spencer Turnbull's contract get officially done. Rob alluded to that in the press conference, mentioning Spencer should have his deal locked in today. And he did. As of yesterday, the Phillies did agree to terms on a contract. Jamie, this is exciting news. On a contract for Spencer Turnbull, and to make room for Turnbull, they had to uh, DFA McKinley Moore. So, Spencer, right now, uh, is sitting pretty locked in with a whole contract. Wow, guys, there's the exciting news. But no, the exciting news comes around. We'll start with Yoro and Brandon Mars. Before we get to the biggest part, Zach Wheeler. So, when asked about Yoro, a.k.a. Johan Rojas, I was a little disappointed. I didn't hear any Yoro mentioned yeah no Um, it doesn't seem to take it off i don't know what's happening guys because
1: they didn't get the memo they
0: forgot there were a lot of times that it would have been seamless to just drop in yoro instead of saying johan or rojas or johan just yoro it but okay it's fine it's still it's happening you're trying um we're we're doing we're doing (laughs) so when asked about johan rojas specifically um you know he was asked about the pressure and if he feels like johan rojas is going to be able to deliver and the plan there offensively and he was saying essentially at the end of the day one there's a lot of free agents out there, um, so if if Johan Rojas isn't able to step up offensively, we'll tackle that when, when we get to it. But he said all overall, Yoro's done a lot of work in the offseason, in the weight room, and he's been working a lot with Kevin Long on his swing mechanics, his just ability to stay back instead of jumping at the ball and letting the ball travel to see it a bit longer and be able to re- react efficiently. And he said in terms of pressure, Jamie... Yovro went from double A to the big league. So he's not feeling like Yovro is going to have any pressure. And if anything, he's going to be motivated by this opportunity to lock in a starting spot for the Phillies.
1: Yeah. I think, uh, you know, it, it went well with him until it didn't. Um, and he looked overmatched in the playoffs, but he stepped right up pretty seamlessly. I mean, his first game, he made like an incredible double play up against the wall and right center. And yeah. I think got on base. So like, I don't think he was scared by the moment, but I think playoffs are a different animal. Uh, it's good spin zone here. It's good that he got the experience mm. out of the way and that's over with. And hopefully he ascends to playoff uh, Rojas this year and and looks like a major league hitter because he was an automatic out. And I think that's why people are a little nervous about just giving him the job. Uh, but what I liked out of Rob Thompson was he didn't like hide from it or say like, oh no, we have confidence and we have guys that can step up behind him. The question was, what are you going to do if Rojas doesn't hit? And he goes, there's a lot of good free agents out there. Yep, Uh, I like hearing that um, because I think that means they'll be aggressive if they have to be. Uh, I think they'll probably make, you know, not that you're going to see a ton of Rojas in the next week. The full team doesn't even report to next week, Uh, but he is there. I saw him walk in the facility today Mm -hmm. with Stott uh, and a couple others. Uh, But they know like we're on the doorstep of contending. So I don't think they're going to let, some spring training struggles stand in their way of potentially bringing in that vet or more consistent insurance policy yeah. um so i liked hearing that answer from rob uh, yeah. he didn't he didn't hide or skirt from it he he just said yeah we'll go get somebody
0: yeah that answer was accountability that was being realistic that was understanding like you mentioned we're not going to be fluffy and give you all the um you know softball answers of like oh if he's not doing well we're just we're not even thinking about that. Oh, we no, really we're believe in Christian Pache. He's like, like, nah, we'll no, go No, if he's somebody. not doing well, there's a lot of free agents out there. And essentially, if he can't get it done, we'll find somebody else that can get it done. So I like that from Rob. If you're
1: Pache, you're saw. probably going, yo, Rob.
0: <laughs> what about me? What the heck,
1: man? <laughs> I'm right here.
0: But I like it because you're putting the pressure on. This is a group that he was mentioning. There's not a lot of available spots for, no. for guys to win. But they are holding the bar high and holding the expectations there. Uh, Also, as you guys are trickling in, I see Brian, Dawn, uh, Philly Insider. What's up, guys? Hit that thumbs up while you're here. Uh, Dave, you had a dream last night about Joe Buck saying if only the Phillies signed Bellinger, they would have pulled this 2024 World Series out. That sounds like more of a nightmare than a dream. Um, But, you know, you could have kept that to yourself. That's an interesting, very, very interesting dream that you've had. Um, and then also philly insiders saying rojas you like rojas a lot pitch recognition and plate discipline is just going to take time need to give um get him those game reps and yeah i think as you mentioned jamie him having a chance last year to kind of get the jitters out and work through a half a season now you get a full season you get a spring training that should definitely look different for him uh what also looks different brandon marsh now uh As we know, we randomly heard Brandon Marsh had his procedure as he had to get some things cleaned up in his in his knee, and Rob Thompson was saying that Brandon Marsh has done well, of course. The procedure went well, but he's been on a machine that's allowing him to take the weight off of him so he can walk and also still on the same timeline. So encouraging there that after having his procedure, he will be game ready in three to four weeks. He's been walking. He was walking almost immediately after the cleanup and the procedure was overall helpful for Brandon Marsh. So I was talking about the health of the team starting spring training. Brandon Marsh was that small question mark we had. But as of now, he's on pace to get back. All right, now the most important piece that you were all very interested in before um, we get into the interesting, funny comment I'll let you, Jamie, talk about after Wheeler is when asked about Zach Wheeler's extension. Now, many of us, as we've talked about on the show, and I'm sure as you guys have all talked about, feel as though the extension has been the priority, being that the Phillies haven't made any major, major moves. Rob did say he actually likes the moves they've been making, the depth. The pieces that they've added around the edges, he feels good about it. He feels confident about it. I was like, okay, bro, yep, that sounds great and all. Uh, but when asked about Zach Wheeler, he was mentioning how, you know, he doesn't focus too much on it. His, his job is to focus on Zach Wheeler, the pitcher, not the negotiations and the contract sure. and everything around it. And that Zach is just such a big part of the organization and ball club that they everybody loves him there, and that uh, you know they, he doesn't think it's going to affect him. Now, when Zach Wheeler was asked about everything, uh, he also mentioned that he and the team are in contact uh, contract negotiations regarding an extension. There's a positive, positive. and then also you know hopefully the deal does happen. He loves it here. He's happy here. And as we know, Wheeler will make 23 and a half million this season in the final year of his contract. He's been speculated to um, that number to go up to about 40 million if the contract extension does happen. So, for Wheeler, some positives there that the contract negotiations are happening, and he, of course, most importantly loves to hear and wants to be here, Jamie.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I think we have uh, Mrs. uh, Zach Wheeler to thank for, uh, you know, a lot of his love of the Philadelphia area, being from Central Jersey, and, you know, having a third kid on the way, and having his wife's family around as somebody with young children. Uh, I can tell you that having a grandparent (laughs) assistance is literally invaluable, (laughs) <laughs> um so i you know i think that's beneficial here it's one of those things when you hear well a guy wants to go back home and reese hoskins wants to go to san diego because his family there you know seattle's hopeful they can get blake snell because he's from up that way or whatever it is like the, that stuff does matter and you know not always does the price tag get it done but it's great to hear zach wheeler say i want to be here i think it's unavoidable now you know buster Olney has said. Like it's going to happen. It's just a matter of when, Damn. you know, Wheeler himself, Dombrowski. So now it's just the negotiation game. And I think it was Howard Eskin out of Clearwater today said he's heard that Wheeler is looking for north of 40 million. Yeah. So he's pretty much going to be looking, I would think, for that uh, Max Scherzer, Justin Verlander type of deal where you get like 42, 43 million over a short term um, you know, three, four year deal type of thing. And Zach Wheeler's now what? 35. I think he's going to be this 33. year,
0: Thirty-three. 34,
1: maybe I think he's going to turn 34 yeah, he's, this he's, year. Yeah. he's. So you don't want to go like, you don't want to go that long with him. Mm-mm. You know, you want that short term deal and to get those short term deals, you have to go higher AAV. So, uh, you know, if, if that's the price of doing business, Zach Wheeler is undoubtedly one of the best pitchers in the game. Uh, he's shown you in the history of the game, uh, with, uh, playoff baseball. I think it's minimum of, I forget the innings pitch, whatever the the criteria is. He's one of the best in the history of baseball. Mm-hmm. Um, pay the man his money. Yeah. Like end of story, just get it done. Uh, or, you know, even if you negotiate and save yourself, what say 2 million a year over three or four years, you're talking about $8 million. Just, just, just sign the guy. Exactly. It's that easy. So it'll get done, it, it appears. And I think that's the good part of what came out of yesterday. Zach Wheeler didn't hide from it. He just said, Yeah, you know my direct deposit. Hit it yep. up.
0: <laughs> yep. Chris Miller, Hypothetical Man, Dave P, Chris Brandy. Miller, it's Hello, been a while, guys. What's yeah, up? It's definitely been some time. Pitchers and catchers are there. Uh, also, the small camp across the street is there. And so Rob mentioned there are jobs available. The first goal is to stay healthy. Um, of course, then there are some bullpen jobs still available that they're, they're looking to see what happens on the pike and depending on, um, the future, the reason why they intentionally brought in a smaller camp this year is because there is the mini camp right across the street where they could pull extra players from. And there's a lot of free agents. And so, you know, Rob did say we're not talking about the big names, but there are some relievers and starters available. It's weirder than most years. And there's a lot of flux signings and, you know, DFAs happening. So the thought process for the Phillies was to go in small instead of having 65 guys that you're bringing into spring training, go in small and then you can always add and build. But Jamie, put your Rob hat on because this is a comment that I know I'm gonna let you read and talk about uh, because when I heard this, I was like, I know Jamie's high school inner high school boy is somewhere chuckling at this. Rob, what feels different this year than last year? (laughs) I think Rob
1: would probably (laughs) wanna rephrase this and take this one back a little bit. Renee, I guess you know me pretty well that I absolutely chuckled (laughs) at this as I read it on Twitter yesterday. Um, the quote was, they are motivated. We've had two years of tasting it. They want it. They want to take a big chunk of it and swallow it. I think there's other ways to say they really want to win a world series. Uh, If I had my, my guess, Rob would probably want to do a take two on that comment. Or maybe I'm just perpetually 11 years old in my head. <laughs> it's one of the two. Um, I have a feeling it's more the uh, the Rob would want that one back. But, you know, I, if I'm perpetually 11, Renee, it wouldn't be the first time in life somebody's told me that.
0: Yeah, I, I heard that and I was like, oh. And then it just kept getting worse. You know, he was... <laughs> It was a really good question because this is the same core group this year as last year. And the question of like, what's been different about this start of spring training versus last year. And a bunch of he was started off with like a bunch of guys are in there motivated. I was like, Oh, great start. Very talented. Oh, great start two years of tasting it and then it just that's fine if you just end it right there (laughs) like it could have stopped there but then it it got worse chunks and swallowing and eating things and i was like what (laughs) is happening here yeah and he said it all with a straight face because that's rob thompson well because he's not 11
1: years old i guess he's an adult and can (sighs) say things like that and um not chuckle
0: apparently i cannot you and i literally was like oh Oh, there's some people, Jamie, mm-hmm. out there that are definitely laughing at this. So, yeah, it's I'm been not an alone. interesting. <laughs> there's a lot of
1: us children out there.
0: <laughs> very interesting, Dan. Guys, yeah, very interesting. Um, but it's been a good start for spring training and it has me very excited for us to get down there because, as you know, we'll be down there ourselves. Look, we got the spring training banner on the bottom of our screen. Mm, feels You warm. know, we want you to feel the palm trees and the warm weather and the heat on your skin and all the greatness of being down in Clearwater. And we're off to Clearwater ourselves. That's right. With Philly Sports Trips, we're going to be having our first PHOI spring training takeover. The chance to hang with Philly's legend, Charlie Manuel, who we've been seeing some snippets of down in Clearwater. The chance to also have... Fun watching the Phillies play, spending St. Patrick's Day on a booze cruise. Yes, a private yacht with a catered dinner and drinks. What a great way to spend St. Patrick's Day. And then also uh, just an opportunity for us to be able to hang, enjoy the warmth. Everything is planned. So Philly Sports Trips does a fantastic job of giving you a full experience and planning it for you, alleviating the stress from flights and hotels to game tickets and transportation, to food and drinks, it's all there for you. So you can head on over to our website at allphoy.com slash events to learn more and book your trip because we'll be down there March 13th to March 18th. That's right, March 13th to the 18th. Watching some baseball, listening to the sound of the bats cracking and the the gloves and every the spikes on the concrete, all the great sounds that we love to hear. Tyler, I did that one just for you. I know how much you love that sound. W- would
2: you like me to make the sound again myself? <laughs>
0: <laughs> so join us March thirteenth to the eighteenth as myself and these two eleven-year-old boys that are sometimes. No, Tyler's men, definitely more mature than just, I am. I think you're like eleven and fifteen. I would say I'm
2: more closer to like the. 17 18 yeah, majority range but okay yeah.
0: 17 solid um 11 and I'm 17 year olds are joining me for uh, the PHOI spring training trip guys see you there
1: yeah and if you you know you find yourself down in florida and want to go to some other games and find yourself in the market for tickets say to uh, a blue jays ga- game in dunedin or you want to travel around the port st Lucie. It's dooned in. Uh, <laughs> if you want to head over to Port St. Lucie and catch a Mets game and you need tickets. Well, use the game time app because the game time app is awesome and use code P H L Y for $20 off your first purchase. I've used game time now a couple times to go see a comedy show in town, a concert with my wife. Uh, it's got all the tickets you need to all your favorite sporting events, theater, Comedy concerts, whatever you are looking for, because buying events to your favorite events, or excuse me, buying tickets to your favorite events, should not be stressful. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets to all the events near you. They have killer deals on last minute tickets with their best price guarantee. You can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for all the fun you're going to have. Flash deals, easy to find, find and buy tickets. Image of your seat views. A lowest price guarantee, event cancellation protection, job loss protection. Basically, game time has your back to make sure you have a great experience. Uh, Tickets always make a great gift for the people in your life. So snag the tickets without the stress with game time. Download the game time app, create an account, and use code PHLY for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. So again, just create an account and redeem code PHLY for $20 off download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed
0: all right jamie are you bringing the shoeless joe down to clearwater
1: uh probably not uh probably more golf clubs than baseball glove okay. We'll see shoeless jamie's coming to clearwater yeah, shoeless jamie will be thriving in clearwater flip-flops all week i do not plan on putting shoes on at all interviewing players managers
0: they're gonna get these oh toes. they're getting
1: them toes <laughs> They're getting those toes. It's Florida, man.
0: <laughs> Jamie's been wearing sneakers a lot lately. I don't know what's happening. Past two um, days, yeah. yeah. I don't know who you are. You know, you like you mentioned, you're a changed person. I don't, and socks and sneakers. I, I don't even. Are you a, a sockless sneaker person?
1: Uh, if it didn't stink the sneakers up, I would be. Ew. But it really stinks the sneakers. There's only up,
0: so. one right answer, and that's never. Like, oh. you always have to wear socks with sneakers. Well, that's not true. Unless I have like, I, like for my, women, my we yard have...
1: shoes. I don't wear socks with. But I keep those down in the garage.
0: Yeah, for women they're not Nike Air Dads. They're more like small sneakers, like not my Nikes that I'm wearing today, because I am also in sneakers. But we have like little slip-on sneakers. You don't wear socks with those, but like you wouldn't. You have to wear socks. My yard shoes
1: are have gone (laughs) socksless for eight. Or nine years.
0: Okay, but yeah, I feel like around the yard's different. I always walk around the yard even just barefoot. Like you don't need to follow any rules there. Yeah, it's your yard.
2: But my my uh, my emo shoes, you know, like the, oh. the 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 van looking ones, the black ones with the white soles, yeah. those type of shoes, the
1: California standard issue sneaker yeah, that every <laughs> yeah every everybody <laughs> has out there. Yes, you, it's
2: don't, wear, you don't wear You go that. to California and it's just vans. You don't wear socks with yeah, those. Yeah,
0: that's that's a good, yeah. Vans are a good point. Like vans or. I know. I seen the chat. Sperry's, like those types of shoes. You don't wear socks. I don't. Clothes.
1: I'm not into the boat shoes.
0: I'm a good. I, I like a good boat shoe.
1: I don't think I like them, but I don't. I my feet sweat in them, mm. and I don't like. Okay. There's no ventilation. Like yeah. they're too hot for my bare feet.
0: Okay. Okay. So I get that. Just well, go flip and You know what I'm doing. Guys, it's almost time. Me to be and Jason sopless.
1: Kelsey, we're like this with the flip flop. No, literally,
0: belief. you are Jason Kelsey because yeah. I could see you every. Yeah. Too I'm the many hairless Jason
1: Kelsey. That's the nicest thing anybody's ever yeah, said to me. I actually,
0: I, Yeah, I actually, yeah, I was watching Jason walking in the flip-flops. I'm like, wow, Jamie, is that you? <laughs> yeah. um, basically the same it. person, you know? All right, so there are a couple other things that came out around the Phillies, um, and then we'll move on to some updates ar- around possible future Phillies. That's right. So first things first, let's just get this out the way. Jeff Hoffman. wanted to be known this is a different jeff hoffman yesterday's number is not today's number jeff hoffman will not be rocking number 68 over the years in his career he's had various numbers between youth high school uh, college playing professionally number 34 of course with the phillies he was 68 his social media handle jeff hoffman 23 is the number that we're getting back He's rocking Cincinnati Reds number 23. Mm. He also was 23 in the CCBL years ago with the Hawks and the Bison and all the different teams he's played with. So I looked at this and I was like, you know what? I don't take this as us getting Reds Jeff Hoffman in 2024. I take this as us getting 2023 Hoffman with 23, but also embracing his inner goat in LeBron.
1: Uh uh, Did you just say that to trigger me?
0: No, LeBron is my goat. And I knew you were going to... I knew! I didn't 23 think you were gonna, is not LeBron. 23 is LeBron. That's literally his number. And he's the goat. And it could also be I Michael think Jordan. I, I hope you're trolling me. I'm not trolling you. I've had this debate several times. He LeBron is not James 23. LeBron is my goat. Yes, he is. He's, he's, he's not literally, 23. He's no, literally number 23.
1: There's one 23.
0: <laughs> no, there's there's just one. That number has been worn by many people. Two of them are goats.
2: LeBron wears six. He's 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 worn all sorts of things. I know he's worn 23, but he currently wears six. There's one
0: Okay. The greatest Ryan Schneider. Jump in, jump in, jump in.
1: (laughs) Michael Jordan. There's no other 23. uh, King James. No. Uh, Erroneous. Throw it out. (laughs) I, I don't want to see you go down this path on the internet. I have, you i've kids already these this fight. Days. I've already
0: fought this fight many many times because lebron james in my opinion is the greatest of all time and for basketball i think there's there an
1: argument to be made for that and that's a different story but we're yeah. talking about 23 i know it's michael jordan it's, the greatest it's,
0: it's lebron so right. he's My, embracing his inner LeBron I'm just going to pretend you're not saying Michael. the
1: words that are you're saying. <laughs> and we're just going to move on to well, the it's problem. Funny
0: because it's funny because – and we'll move on because we have a lot to get into. So in our note sheet – and I, I saw you put this. Yeah. I saw you put MJ in there. And I of was course. like – lebron and i literally took to my own notes oh my LeBron god LeBron James. so I, I had to say that because right. you were ready to tee up a michael jordan comment i'm, just gonna and short I'm term ready to tee up a lebron comment
1: short-term memory loss that past two minutes <laughs> didn't happen here's my problem with jeff hoffman switching to 23 <laughs> whenever i see somebody take the number 23 i go you better be good i don't yeah. care what the sport is it's just that number where if you put on two three on your back You better be effing good. I see Tyler shaking his head. This is my thought kind of when I see Jordan golf shoes. Mm. If you're on the golf course, and I have a buddy who's not good enough to be wearing Jordans, um, (laughs) when I see somebody like you, if it's a random that gets paired up with you, and you see him walk up with Jordans on, you go, this guy better be fucking good. Because there's a certain swag about having 23. There's a swag about wearing Jordan golf shoes. Like You got to bring it. And if I see you step up and slice one into the woods on your first shot, I go, you shouldn't be wearing Jordans. There is a, when you wear Jordan at a competitive level, you have to be good. And when you wear number 23, you have to be good. So, Jeff Hoffman, you better be good this year. Because that's a big number you just put on your back
0: yeah because the greatest have all worn don't do it we
1: don't we've already moved on we're talking about jeff the greatest
0: players rock 23 that's what it'd be listen in the chat i'm getting some i'm getting some interesting responses will listen the whole goat conversation we could easily go off the rails with because will bill lebron mj overrated there's so many people that you could consider in that conversation But I'm just saying that, okay, Michael Jordan obviously made number 23. But I'm just saying the GOAT that...
1: LeBron is not associated with 23 at all. End of story.
0: (laughs) He's just rocking the GOAT's number. LeBron. So, I love you all. I love you all. If I'm not here tomorrow, this is why. Uh, breaking news. Renee Washington has been removed from Jeff page. Hoffman. So, oh, I feel
2: what, what Jamie has, we've come to the conclusion is every player in Philly's history that's wore the number 23 does not deserve the number 23. It this is list is number. trash. Yeah, of course. Yeah.
0: I will say No, it's it, not even like, oh
2: wow, he was good, but he's not a superstar. This list Nobody sucks. should touch it unless you're good.
0: There are numbers in sports in all seriousness because you guys will always disagree on who's the GOAT in basketball, but when it comes to numbers, there are certain numbers for individual sports you don't wear. I see in the chat somebody mentioned like number 99 in hockey. Yeah, like you don't, yeah, you, don't, you, don't you don't touch certain no. jerseys. Unless
1: you're Paulina who gets it tattooed but, on her groin area. 99s are retired though. You can't wear 99. Is it retired across the league? Yeah.
0: Oh, I didn't know that across the league. Um, I'm a
1: Zamboner, Tyler. Sometimes we miss these things.
0: <laughs> but there are certain numbers. It's like, I know in soccer, <sighs> technically number 10 is still out there. But if you're gonna wear number 10, well, you, you can't have to soccer because soccer right, because you have to be the number 10. Like there are certain numbers for every sport. Well, that's if you're what gonna I think wear M- that number,
1: MJ did that across all sports to me.
0: I see, it's I not that. just
1: basketball. It's number twenty-three. If you rock it in football, not that many people do. You got to be good. If you uh-huh. wear it in baseball, you got to be good. And <laughs> I feel like nobody respects my personal belief that nobody else feels.
0: Okay, it's okay because they don't respect that, and I just lost a lot of friends in the chat, <laughs> so it's fine, guys. Because it's not the first time that I've said been Jeff on this Offen, hill myself. Pressure's on, buddy. Basically, that's all that I'm trying to say is the greatest of the greats have worn number twenty-three. And if Jeff Hoffman's gonna rock twenty three, be ready to back that thing up.
1: Yeah. Dun, well, not dun. that way. <laughs> just be good on the baseball field. I don't need to see you twerking out of the bullpen.
0: <laughs> I was more hinting at the song, but yeah, how like JoJo
1: Romero used to smash the Red Bull can. Maybe Jeff Hoffman just does like a twerk if down If You're gonna wear a
0: twenty three. You better back that thing <laughs> up.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't think anybody really wants to see that. <laughs>
0: That'd be a but just be good, mug. please. Be good. You're gonna wear, wear
1: 23. <laughs> Tyler, do you have the list of 23s in front of you? Uh, I
2: did. I can I can get it for you real quick. I, I, I'm curious how I bad too, it is now. By the way, somebody somebody said in the chat. Um, oh, hypothetical man said Bobby Abreu. He wore 53. Yes. Um, he wore 23. I think with the Dodgers at one point, but uh, he was 53 mm, with number the three. In Phil- but, While
0: you're looking up that list, though, number three in Philadelphia is that number two, Dan. It's definitely getting that point for any any team in Philly. If you're gonna wear number three. You've got to be ready to be Bryce Harper mm-hmm. right. level number I'm three, Allen gonna, Iverson level and three. And Chris That's, Miller
1: says Jordan wore 45 when he came back in the <laughs> midseason because they didn't have the 23. Ready? There was some weird like. Loop All right, over. I'm going to give that you was fake.
2: the players yeah. that wore 23 since LeBron James entered the NBA. Okay. Uh, we'll this start is gonna in be so 2003. Good. Travis Chapman. Who? Sean Wooten. Oh, I remember Sean Ryan Moon. Franklin. How about this connection, Renee? Joe Thurston. Oh, wow. Wow. who was uh, my
0: guest for yesterday
2: Adam, guess that's Adam Eaton Paul Baco Brian Schneider Aaron Altair Jay Bruce uh, I know we all remember Kyle Garlick oh uh, Archie Bradley Corey Knebel, and most recently Cody Clemens
0: I feel huh. like maybe we shouldn't have read this list because now it makes me very nervous. Archie Bradley
1: but was okay.
0: Maybe Jeff is going to change the trajectory of number twenty-three. Just saying, you got to bring your A game when you yeah. ready a two-three. He's just out there to right the wrongs. That's basically what's happening. All right. Um, before we have John joining us in about ten minutes from Clearwater, he's got. If you haven't checked out all the great things John's been doing on Twitter, he's been posting out the lots of videos, lots of updates, um, behind-the-scenes things that he's giving you insight into so some other things on the phillies market specifically matt galb did say that the (coughs) phillies remain open um according to team sources to short-term deals with unsigned free agents but it's difficult to imagine certain markets collapsing to the point where the phillies are major bidders so speculating on the future phillies that we could see brought in now of course we've talked about jordan montgomery we talked about whit merrifield we've talked about various names that are still out there um but as of recently As of like an hour ago, Whit Merrifield specifically is allegedly getting closer to signing with a team. Now, which team will that be? We don't know. There's been about four or five teams that's names that were in the mix. Um, But moving closer to a decision, expected to sign by the end of the weekend, John Morosi reported. So Whit Merrifield, by the end of the weekend, are we getting news that he's going to be a Philly?
1: Yeah, it could be as early as today. You know, Liam Hendricks and Whit Merrifield said maybe Thursday.
0: Mm -hmm. Merrifield,
1: well, Hendricks is today. Merrifield is more, you know, by Saturday. Uh, Up to five teams being interested. Now what this boils down to is – Uh, are other teams able to offer full-time starting positions because the Phillies can't really offer that per se. But I would imagine because of his versatility, they can probably average, you know, that three to four starts a week. Um, Plus if somebody gets injured, he's, you know, prime candidate to take it over. So I think they can make a competitive offer to him. Uh, As we talked about yesterday, his market value is about $6.4 million, according to some websites. Uh, I think his versatility makes that a worthy investment Mm -hmm. because he kind of covers your bases uh, as injury insurance at center field, left field, second base, third base, uh, in a real bind probably. You don't want him playing short, but at first base. So like more than half of your defensive positions – It's an insurance policy. It's a six and a half million dollar insurance policy. I think it makes a lot of sense for them. But then again, there's the Jordan Montgomery thing.
0: Right. And if they're interested
1: in Jordan Montgomery, that probably means they won't be getting that type of guy.
0: Yeah. So part of the holdup for the outfield piece specifically has been exactly as you just mentioned, Jamie, that the Phillies aren't looking to bring in an outfielder that will be an everyday starter. No. No, the hope is it will be Nick Yoro Marsh. And that you'll have a center fielder or somebody that's getting, you know, in the course of a week, uh, a start here, one to two starts, possibly three. So that's made it difficult because there are free agents such as a Whit Merrifield that are probably looking to be either an everyday starter or just more starts than two to three per week. So for Whit Merrifield as a utility piece, with him having that flexibility, which we talked about yesterday on the show, which you just mentioned, does give him extra value because maybe it's not you know, just having one role. But maybe his role varies day to day, week to week, depending on what's happening with injuries or what's needed strategically. I like Whit Merrifield, uh, you know, for his age, for his the fact he can give you solid at-bats and just makes contact, his strikeout rate uh, decent, and then overall the utility piece on the fielding side. But as you mentioned, Jordan Montgomery's name is still out there. Now, there have been reports, I know I saw um, from others that, from various people, that Jordan Montgomery and the Rangers seem to be moving further and further Well, Chris Young
1: yesterday at their press conference said, don't expect us to bring back or sign anything uh, of substance or marquee name-wise. So Mm -hmm. I guess Jordan Montgomery got the door closed on him in Texas, and that just is nothing but good news for the Phillies. Right,
0: and as Chris Young was mentioning, the Rangers do have the highest payroll in their club history, and they already have exceeded the luxury tax threshold for a second straight season. So they're trying to cut back financially. They're also not looking to spend. Jordan Montgomery's price point has been the issue for teams, definitely with the Rangers. Of course, they were still waiting for the details of their TV deal that finally got resolved, but it's not great either. Um, From what I've heard now, the Rangers being out doesn't make the Phillies an automatic shoe in but the Phillies do have interest, as Todd's like was reporting, reporting on Jordan Montgomery for only like a one- or two-year deal. Other teams have been, such as like the Red Sox, but I don't know what the Red Sox are doing because now apparently they're open to a Kenley-Jansen trade but reluctant to pay a his salary. There's a lot going on up in Boston. Who knows what's happening up in Boston? Um, and there's been some other teams like the Giants and the Angels, I believe, were a team that were tied with Montgomery. Either way, the <laughs> Phillies, baseball-wise, make absolutely the most sense. If you're Jordan Montgomery, you're coming off of winning a title, you want to get back to the World Series, you're not doing that with the Red Sox. Well, that
1: or – I mean, this is where it boils down to – is winning addictive and do you want to you know cost yourself some money to go win or do you want just the largest salary exactly Um, because if he goes to the angels or giants we know he's not winning any titles there so he would probably be following the bag as the kids say whereas if you come to philadelphia maybe you don't get as much as those more desperate teams are willing to offer but you get you know, let's say they give him a one-year $33 million offer.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. You have a pretty damn good shot to win a World Series. So I think you'll find out a little bit about Jordan Montgomery here with this decision. Uh, Alex Spirer, excuse me if I got that name wrong, Boston Globe uh, baseball reporter, speculated that Montgomery uh, is kind of finding the market collapsing on him. And uh, they're kind of gearing up to take a short-term deal. Todd Zalecki says the Phillies have interest in a short term deal. It does seem like there's kind of a lot of smoke here with Jordan Montgomery. And if this becomes the late um, market collapse to you uh, signing that the Phillies are able to pull off, I think people are going to get uh, pretty irrational because you're already one of the best rotations in baseball, oh, if yeah. not the best. I think Fangraph's had him number one. Uh, if you add this to that and make mm-hmm. Christopher Sanchez. Or Taiwan Walker, your sixth starter, then it just bumps everybody down. You have insurance protection. You don't have to stress the guys out that much in April, May, and June. You can kind of take it easy on them. You don't have to there's not as much pressure to go late in the games. There's so many benefits of strengthening your rotation like that. Uh, I'm starting to really kind of like low key bang on the table a little bit here, like just go pay the man and get it done and, and let's get a rational.
0: I like it. I like it. I So, to clarify the team, it wasn't the Angels. That was Blake Snell that was connected to the Angels. It was the Red Sox, Cubs, Giants, and Yankees that have been teams that have been connected to Jordan Montgomery and, of course, the Phillies as well. But either way, um, well, don't the want Yankees to see him with the Yankees. Apparently, our
1: favorites for Snell, according right. to most. So, so if I'm, that's the case, then he's gone. And then the Red Sox, like, you know, they're listening to Kenley Jansen offers. So, like, the they're really doing a
0: whole lot of nothing Are they do it? going
1: it's kind of dwindling down to the phillies i think i have a lot of life in this
0: i think when you look at this group and we're not in every conversation the phillies do make the most sense and as you mentioned the market is dropping for montgomery but for everybody that's a free agent right now the roof is caving in and you want to take the best deal possible now as you mentioned it does come down to and i like that you just smoothly use the bag look at you Jamie um would you rather go after the bag or would you rather go after you know less money and you might be a world I series mean I'll contender? be honest if, if I
1: already got a world series ring I'm probably looking to get the bag
0: he's 31 years old he's already won um you know he's already yeah for that me reason alone it I'd take be the like pressure okay
1: I, I've won give me my money okay I would probably chase the bag a little bit
0: hmm. yeah interesting
1: I mean if you have a chance to set up like your grandkids for I life know.
0: And, and you've already won. I don't like want to say you're not competitive, but mil- like, yeah.
1: I mean, if somebody's giving me $10 million more than the other team, that's the thing. Is a, ch- is a chance to win a World Series worth $10 million? Because it's still just a chance.
0: And that's the thing you're, there's no guarantee you're winning the World Series. Now give me and the money. There's a guarantee you're getting that money. <laughs> yeah. And honestly, it seems like what the Phillies would be able to offer is more around that $25 million. And Jordan Montgomery has been around 30 million, as reports have indicated. So if you're going for the bag, it wouldn't be the Phillies. But we'll see what happens, because definitely, as Chris Young is mentioning, with the Rangers being out of it um, and then the Red Sox just being a whole lot of mess and chaos going on around whatever is happening with Kenley Jansen and trade talks and everything else, uh, the Phillies are still sitting there waiting, sitting pretty. All right, you know who else is sitting, waiting? Our very own John Foley. I uh, know, MBDBDBF, Mickey, Dan, the hypothetical man Dave. You all have been waiting eagerly to see the updates from Clearwater. It's Foley's wow, music. It's, it's John Foley, and it's not as sunny today down in Clearwater. Your day's looking a little bit more like ours. We are having some issues here with the audio for John. Uh, we'll get we'll get him squared away in a second. But John is giving us a live look in. I know in the chat I saw some people mentioning earlier how he's been doing a good job of just sharing insight. And he has. If you haven't, check out our Twitter at phoy underscore Phillies. Also on our YouTube channel of PHOI Sports. We're dropping full videos there as well that you are able to, uh, you know, see press conferences, behind the scenes, bullpen sessions. He's been there just as much as he landed when the pitchers and catchers got there, guys. He was down there. Day one on the 13th. And he's got his write-up
1: on the website, on allphly.com, yes. observations from day one. Uh, you know, it was great to see. Yeah,
3: yeah there we go. There What's is. up, John? Oh, and
0: it looks like it got sunnier since it we fixed go. it.
3: Yeah, it's been it's been uh, a little cloudy here, but uh, there's enough sun that I still got to wear my state trooper glasses. I know they were popular yesterday. So, State
1: trooper John Foley reporting for duty. <laughs>
3: Well,
0: John, you've been doing a great job with your coverage in the start of day one for spring training. You know, the press conferences, the conversations that you were a part of, you know, can you give us an update as we're now into day two? Because I am, yes, keeping track of spring training, of what you've seen so far in day two.
3: So day two, the formal program,
0: like
3: day one, pitchers, they, they make their way from sort of they do their sort of lighter throwing and stretching. They make their way to the bullpen area that we looked at yesterday, the seven back, and then following that, uh, the pitchers in that particular group will make their way over here. I don't know if you can see it behind me, um, where they where they work on pickoff moves. and then after that, some strength training, um, and they pretty much call it a day uh, early in the afternoon, uh, three four different groups of three pitchers each, sort of making their way through through those rounds. I would say the, the biggest difference between day two and day one is just that there are more folks around. Um, you, may, you may have seen Charlie Emanuel's here, uh, a lot more broadcasters have showed up, writers. Um, so it, it feels like a lot more activity, but as far as the the formal regimen that the pitchers and catchers are going through, same as yesterday, I'm not sure if that will change much until the, the full well, the full squad workout start Monday. So
1: um, we'll switch up then. Yeah, John, one of the observations we all had immediately yesterday from your bullpen footage was the starting pitchers were wearing their game jerseys, not the spring training jerseys. Now, apparently there's been an MLB Players Association complaint filed uh, because for those that don't know – Nike and fanatics are responsible for the jerseys this year and Nike across a lot of their sports uh, football. And I believe uh, hockey as well are going to this new vapor technology. Uh, Let's not sugarcoat it. It's probably a cheaper way for them to produce jerseys and they can charge more uh, at market cost. But the players uh, I know some guardians players were complaining about the fit and that they felt weird do you know, is that possibly a reason why they were wearing them yesterday? Because that did jump out as strange.
3: Yeah, it, it is strange. And you've, you've definitely seen a lot of grumbling around the league about, about these new jerseys. Um, I want to make it clear that it's as much as we all like to hate on Fanatics, this really seems to be more of a, a Nike issue in that um, they, while Fanatics is actually manufacturing the jerseys, they're just really... A, Sort of subcontractor to Nike, and they have to do things exactly in Nike specifications. So, if we want to be mad at someone, it should be Nike. You know, they touted it, touted the the new jerseys as more breathable and more moisture wicking. All that may or may not be true, um, but fans and players alike seem unhappy.
1: Yeah, I feel like they got George Costanza over at Nike running the show. <laughs>
3: Yeah, it's uh, – look, they're not great. So I, I don't know how much of a thing this is, this is going to become, whether there's such unhappiness or, you know, um, formal ways to go about uh, about changing, changing the jerseys back. It seems a little late in the game. I would imagine we're stuck with them at least for one season, but, but we'll see what happens. But definitely a top, topic of conversation around here.
0: Yes, exactly. The The jerseys are not great, um, but John, your coverage has been great. So we appreciate all that you've been doing. We know you just dropped an article as well uh, that you, that people can check out on our website at allphly.com. John, we'll let you go. We know you have plenty to get back to. The sun is shining down there. It looks like it's, it's peeking out a little bit. Um, we see lots of great activity in the background. So keep up all the fantastic work and we'll be checking in with you again, uh, hopefully tomorrow.
3: Sounds good. Talk soon.
0: Hey John. All right. You could hear a little bit of the wind whipping, too. It yeah. sounded like today was a lot windier. Uh, That's good old Florida. Florida yeah. That, that God, sorry, guys. You had windy weather and a slight overcast. I feel like a meteorologist myself.
1: Yeah, the Jersey um, thing's weird, uh, but it is <laughs> yeah. something. Like, apparently, it's gone before the Players Association. A lot of players have said that they look cheap, they yep. feel weird. Uh, on Sunday before the Super Bowl, I actually met my buddy at a local dive bar for a quick beer. And he was like, "Oh, I won this new Eagles jersey at work uh, for some league they did or something." He's like, "It's this new vapor technology jersey," and he goes, "Honestly, it feels really weird." Yeah, he's like, "I don't, I don't like it," and he just brought that up randomly. That's and I so was like,
0: "Interesting, that's
1: weird." And then uh, Monday, you see all these pictures around baseball saying mm-hmm. uh, the fit in the shoulder and the back area is different, and, and you know it's. You know, I think it's too late for this year, but the fact that it's already in front of the Players Association is pretty interesting.
0: Yeah, I know people are dragging uh, Fanatics, Nike It is more Nike. It is. It is. Listen, me and Michael Rubin go all the way back to a whole hug. I think he thought I was somebody else, but we shared a hug. And in that moment, I should have told him, get these jerseys in order. Michael Rubin? Yeah. Mr. Mm. Fanatics, I know. I know. He hugged me, guys. He hugged me. Um, That's all I got to say positive about the Fanatics. But I will say uh, Angels outfielder Taylor Ward actually was quoted saying how it looks like a replica... It feels kind of like papery is the term that he said. And he said it could be great when you're out there sweating. It may be breathable, but I haven't had that opportunity yet to try it out. But from the looks of it, it doesn't look like a $450 jersey. And they don't. For the Phillies specifically, the biggest difference is th- that you can notice is the font is smaller. smaller, yeah. And so like the the back of the jerseys with their numbers, as you can see various pictures from yesterday, um, it's just a lot smaller. But as you mentioned, the actual feel of the jerseys is different you know for players when you are out there playing and you're sweating and you've got all these other things going on you want to at least feel good you know at the end of the day you want your jerseys to fit right and I feel like every once in a while because I remember uh, Under Armour had the same issue back when I was playing where they rolled out these like new versions of jerseys and you know we were sponsored by Under Armour at the time and it was the same thing like those first waves of new material and everything typically takes a learning curve. So I hope that they can get this straightened out this season because it'd be a shame to have to have these players go through this for the entire season. Obviously they're not wearing the same jersey every game, but you know, if you have one specific jersey that you hate and now you're dreading it, it's just one thing that on your mind that you shouldn't have to think about. And plus yeah. your professional athletes, they should be able to afford to pay for jerseys that are, are going to feel good and make you feel good when you're playing. So yeah, I, I don't know how don't much know the teams happening.
1: have say in it. Yeah, Except I don't either. That's The teams might be complaining on behalf of the players and saying, yeah, our players are miserable in these. Uh, can should. you look into this? So, As they should. You know, I don't think anything is going to happen this year, but uh, maybe, maybe it gets tweaked for the future. We'll see.
0: We will see. Lots to keep an eye on. All right, so we are going to get into our rankings of left fielders tomorrow. Uh, we've already had a chance to rank our top five right fielders and center fielders on our previous episodes for this week. So Monday we did right fielders. Yesterday for Wednesday, we did center fielders, and then tomorrow we will get into left fielders. So if you haven't had a chance to go check those out, you can. And let us know who you rank in your top five. Of course, we have to get to guess that swing. Apparently, we have to get there. Uh, but first, just really quickly, I know Todd Lucky put out a piece with his opening day roster. Best guesses that I just want to run through. Now, he was saying, much as we've been saying, why not? Spring training is here. It's never too early to start thinking about opening day. As we know, it is just 42 days away according to our countdown jamie Jackie robinson your phone has you on the 42 day countdown as oh, well I,
1: I added everything to the countdown uh, the look other at your day guys family vacation a concert wow. i'm going to clear water i put on wow. there yeah it's totally it, different it's person. good to look ahead you know it's nice it.
0: when you use technology jamie yeah. if only now clear, you would use your bank, 27 days till Clearwater. on your phone
1: no, I'm not going to do that. That's crazy. <laughs> uh, but we're going to Clearwater in 27 days, Tyler. Ryan. Right? Wow. Yeah. I
0: didn't know that. I'm going Did to the Outer Banks
1: your... in 149 days. Going to Phillies like Cubs. Color
0: coordinated. Did you do that?
1: Uh, n- I think it just gave me the colors. Oh. Um, Chicago, Phillies at Cubs, 138 days.
0: Wow. You're such a countdown guy. Yeah.
1: I became a big countdown guy now. It's nice to look forward to something. Okay. Gotta, all right.
0: Yeah. Well, uh, while we're counting down 42 days, do you keep enjoying that countdown app? It's nice. Um, Opening day roster really quickly to run through for catchers. No surprise there. JT and and Stubbies. Um, Yep, Stubbies. (laughs) Garrett Stubbs. All right, I'll stop giving people nicknames. Whatever. (laughs) You guys are dragging me enough about LeBron and about my center fielder ranking. So let me do something that won't have you upset. First baseman, just Bryce Harper. Second baseman, Bryson Stott. Third baseman Alec Bowman, Trey, and Trey Bowl takes by Zalecki. So these are Super Bowl takes. I was reading, like, waiting for something that's a surprise. Outfielders, get this Nick Cassianos, Brandon Marsh, Christian Pache, Yoro, and Jake Cave. Oh man, spicy, spicy. DH Kyle Schwarber, bench slash utility, Mr. Edmundo Sosa, and then starting pitchers, Nola uh wheeler ranger i was gonna come up with a nickname that's why i had to pause sorry guys uh nola <laughs> nola wheeler ranger sanchez and walker and then the relievers jose alvarado connor brogdon dylan covey sir anthony jeff number 23 hoffman orion Kirkering, gregory soto and matt strom so no surprises by any of those positions but it was a reminder of just you know what we can look forward to 42 days from now for opening day if the roster were to stay as is. Yeah, I think
1: Dylan Covey's now a lock after yesterday's yeah. McKinley Moore DFA. Uh, he's now, you know, dodged that bullet like five or six times. <laughs> so I think there's a really good chance Dylan Covey's on your opening day roster. Yeah,
0: yeah we'll see if there are any other names that get added in um, to the mix. But for now, that's what we've got for opening day. All right. I've tried to put this off. I even told Jamie, I just feel like we have so many things to talk about today. We could have easily pushed guess that stands to another day because uh, it's my favorite game ever. And I, you know, oh, so it's sad that we do daily, oh, man. All right. So You're let's not get escaping
1: into it. This.
0: Sadly, yesterday was was tough. Cody Clemens was with a tough Cody. One. Yes. Um, I'm, I'm going to start just coming into this with my guesses of a right and a lefty before I even see the picture. For these number 10s. I just got to
1: trust my gut. The
2: gut is, is, is right Tyler is claiming
0: today is even more difficult than yesterday. So Don, Mopar, MVP, hypothetical, man. No, Rand, I don't know about more difficult, Mickey, but
2: it's, it's up there. I mean oh, this this no. guy this guy either has or or did played for the Phillies and he did he was it, factually he was a
1: Philly. I
2: mean wait what
0: is it the fanatic like what no, are you talking he, about? Factually like, he was like a Philly. This this guy was a Philly. I think or you're gonna have to,
1: maybe like, I don't like the sound of this. I, you might have to work with Chris to give him some people. I mean it
2: yeah like, scary. what's happening here? Not like
1: the, like you know this
2: guy. It's just Dewey. he's a guy.
0: Wait, 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 wait. wait. Oh, no. You know this guy. So he was <laughs> technically on the roster.
1: Sure. Here's your player.
0: Oh, boy. Oh, no. Like, what does that even mean? I don't know. Uh, all
1: right, there's a right arm guard.
0: Is that the right arm Is or that the a left? righty or a lefty? See, I saw again, lefty first. Is the right foot for forward or the left foot forward? Is that left cheek or right cheek?
1: I think it's a righty.
0: See, I kind of feel like, okay, I could see righty. It right could now. be
1: both, though. I see both.
2: It's not oh. a righty. It's not a righty. Okay. No, That's wow. a lefty. It's a right arm. It's a right arm guard.
0: Wow. Oh, it's. Oh, my. And is that something on his right foot?
2: Yeah, it's probably a right, uh, right foot guard, too.
0: You say probably, but you know. So I'm going to take that as a yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> lefty.
0: Um, was it one of the
1: guys you mentioned today in. No, no. Sparring 23. It not. Dang okay.
0: It. Guys, okay, so it is a lefty. Everybody that we have agreed on—that's all we've got. Um, I feel like they can give us the decade. Sean Ortiz is guessing. Derek Hall. I see Dave saying Milt Thompson.
2: We did well, Bryce it, Harper it's already. Not, it's not going to be Milt Thompson. I promise you that. Derek Hall. No, it's two thousand six. This person does
1: look large.
0: It does look large. Uh, 2006 to present day.
1: I'm not gonna be able to. Yeah. Um.
0: Oh man, Tyler, what <laughs> decade was this?
1: I have a feeling it was last year's team.
0: Was he recently with the Phillies?
2: Yeah, it was. It was sometime in the last 18 years.
0: Okay, <laughs> i <annoying. laughs> Rod
1: Barajas.
0: Was he? I submitted. I'm what? Just... Oh my gosh! I'm gonna come up with a random name again. Cause why not?
1: I mean, I don't know if you can ever beat Joe Thurston <laughs> that was complete bust out
0: because if you say it's gonna be this if Tyler thinks it's as difficult it's got to be someone we're not thinking of at all
1: and John's got some good footage while you're uh Joe, Delane over there with uh,
2: Aaron lives
1: bullpen session
0: Joe today. Thurston played
2: eighteen games for the Phillies
0: <laughs> well you also 18. said this guy is someone that like technically I'm gonna you know what maybe I'll go Joe with the, again you're saying this guy technically played with the Phillies but Kind of didn't. All right, Renee, it, you got oh, one minute. No, uh, I don't like this. <laughs> okay.
2: I submitted. I well, feel like
0: it's a big guy.
2: Yeah, Jamie's answer is in. What? It's been in. Yes. What?
0: Do you feel confident about your answer?
1: I'd say 50 50.
0: Okay, I'm going to go with a random person again. Because I think
1: this person is large.
0: I'm going to go rando um were you a lefty let me just double check to make sure you are lefty okay here's my person coming in hot
1: um oof. oh by the way follow us on twitter at phly underscore phillies john's got some great bullpen and throwing session videos up there if you're uh if you're thirsty for some spring training action. Yeah. All right, Renee, it's 12 more. o'clock. Let's tell go. them more, Nope. It's ah, 12 my, o'clock.
0: My computer's working. We have a meeting. Okay, wait. I'm texting you now. Are you? I am. Are
1: you going to the mall after school today? I don't know.
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right, Renee's answer is in. Uh Jamie's answer is in. You guys have differing answers okay. and you <laughs> each named somebody who was mentioned in the chat and and quite frankly guys, I think this guy's best career trajectory at this point is to probably go overseas and go play somewhere else um no, because wrong. he's not a major league hitter. It is in fact Derek Hall. Yeah. Who did you guess?
0: Doesn't matter. Yeah. Jay does. Bruce. Eh. Bruce. I mean, I'm just like, whatever. I don't know. <laughs> this is fine. Everything's fine, guys. This is fine. All right. Well, that'll do it for us here. Um, thanks for tuning in and joining us. We had a lot of very meaningful conversation today. We learned a lot about each other and a lot about the goats and a lot about spring training and a lot about the Phillies and the future Phillies. Um, and Derek Hall was our guest that stands. So there you have it guys. Congratulations to those in the, those in the chat. I saw a number of people that said Derek Hall, Chris Miller, Jamie apparently got it right, according to his celebration. Nice dance moves. Um, some others that said it. Definitely beefy boy, Derek Hall. Well, we'll be back tomorrow. We've got left fielders that will finally get a chance to rank. We'll also continue to update on the latest around spring training. John Foley will be joining us again. Mopar, yes! This game does suck. I've been saying that. But Jamie and Tyler enjoy it, so we play it every day. Well, have it doesn't a great suck, Mopar. It does suck. It's so difficult. It's hard. It like, makes you think. There's so many names to choose from. But anyways, that's fine. This is fine. Everything's fine. Congrats to those that were victorious. Join us again tomorrow. 11 a.m. We'll be back live for PHOY Phillies podcast. Have a great rest of your Thursday. We've got some content coming your way soon on YouTube and Twitter. So stay tuned. We'll be dropping some hot off the presses content for you. Not just out in spring training, but right here from your very own favorite trio. Uh, so for Tyler Zuli, Jamie Lynch, myself, Renee Washington, and our very own John Foley down in Clearwater, have a great Thursday. We'll see you back for more Friday, eleven AM. Stay tuned.
3: We all